Welcome to It's Karmic. I'm your host, Mika Bradford. This is a sacred space to connect with karma and past lives through astrology, energy work, and intuition. All right, hello and welcome. Welcome to the newest episode of the It's Karmic podcast. I am so excited today to connect with someone who does something a little bit different, a little bit out there um, in the best way. Um, And I'm just really, really excited to connect with Amanda today. She is um, the hypnotic Aquarian starseed on Instagram. And she has been someone I've been following for quite a while, I believe. I found you through Daphne if that's correct. Yeah, that sounds about right. We have a mutual connection through her. So yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's been quite a while that I've been following your journey. Um, and when I started the podcast, I was like, well, we got to talk because you do things that not everybody's doing. Um, so tell us about yourself and you like what you're doing right now. Yeah. So my journey has definitely evolved a lot, even since you've started following me. I've, I've done hypnosis now, um, for a a little over a year, I guess I would say started with the past life stuff, but now I call myself, I guess you could say like a star seed regressionist. So the point of the hypnosis sessions is to actually go back to your cosmic roots and, and journey to those type of things, which is really fun and exciting. So yes, I do still do the past life regressions and your typical regressions, but this is way more fun and far more interesting. And the wisdom and insight that comes through for people is absolutely mind blowing and not even just on an individual level on a collective level as well. Mm, That's so powerful. And that's why I was so excited to talk to you (laughs) because Um, this cosmic information is coming in. Um, We are connecting to this like part of ourselves. Starseeds are waking up. Mm -hmm. Uh, People who didn't realize they were starseeds are like, wait a minute, there's something here. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like for instance, maybe a year ago or so, I found an astrologer that finds um, basically like points in your astrology that may lead you to what star system you may have come from. Um, So I Mm. went down a little rabbit hole there and found some like Lyran connections. And so um, I think, yeah, I think there was a Pleiadians connection, but it was mostly Lyran. And I was like, okay, I've I've felt like a cat since I was a kid. So, (laughs) um, so I was like, I have to talk to you about this. Okay. What led you from past life regressions into starseed regressions was it just like it kept going there either way how did you end up here oh boy you know that's actually a good question um I mean I have always been into alien ET I'm an Aquarius so (laughs) if that explains anything everything Um, I've always yeah exactly I've always been really interested in that stuff and I wanted to be able to take my hypnosis sessions into that sort of place. So I actually initially started working with somebody, um, going into past lives and their current life, actually, where they had these sort of connections. Um, they, they came to me for the specific purpose of remembering alien encounters that they've had in their current life. So just in doing that, I was like, there's, 
I love this stuff. There has to be more to it. I want to dive into this more. So I actually ended up learning something called between lives regression. And that's what I use to go into the starseed regressions because it's a whole different realm outside of what we know as humans. So we have to kind of go into that realm to be able to connect to the more cosmic version of ourselves and and whatever you know insights that come through with that. Mm, okay, that's really cool because there mm-hmm. is like that space in between, right? I get asked a lot um, about like how fast people incarnate. And I think that is based on each soul, how fast they want to come back Mm -hmm. in or what they have to do on the other side. And then there's concepts that say like, it's 3,500 years or like, (laughs) it's kind of all over the place. Right. But I love that you tap into the space in between. Yeah. Right. Cause that's almost what everyone's afraid of is that space in between like the, like non-existence, but it's so much Mm -hmm. more than that. Ooh, oh yeah, definitely. That's really cool. <laughs> so when you're tapping into that like space in between, like what are people kind of finding there? With the space in between, I mean everybody is different, but I I am kind of noticing some similarities. Most of the time people will go towards a light and within that light they may kind of initially meet some soul group members or family members that have passed on just to receive some loving messages basically. And then from there, it'll just quickly go straight into a more cosmic realm. Like it's actually pretty incredible how quickly people can flip that. And of course, you know, everyone's different. Some people may not be able to, but that's the purpose of having that, you know, one-on-one guide. That's what I'm here for is to whatever pace you need. That's how we go through it. But for most people, it is pretty instantaneous. They just switch from the light to, whoa, I'm like in a totally different planet. And oh my God, there's my, you know, my special cosmic beings that are guiding me. And for some people, it may just be, like you said, Lemurian or Octurian, or it may be multiple type of beings. They all have a place for them. Right. And we can incarnate, as I understand, I, I don't know too much about this. It's like a rabbit hole for me, but we can be many, right? Is it, is that correct that we could be of the Palladians at one point or of yeah. the Arcturians? Okay. So we can go through kind of like lessons and did in different places to learn new things or to feel into new energies. Yeah. I would say for a lot of people, what they tell me is oh, I'm picking up stuff from here or I'm picking up stuff from there, but I seem to resonate or have the strongest connection with this type of being. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what we'll mostly connect with. But I always do try to ask, you know, is there any kind of message that needs to come through because you're clearly bringing them up for some reason. So maybe there's something that needs to be said. Right. So yeah, there's definitely multiple that we go through. Oh, that's so fascinating. Yeah. Like, does it feel like, and this is kind of what it felt like for me when I tapped into this stuff, like we kind of maybe originate from one system and then we explore maybe other systems within that system. And then we come to earth and we just do this ghetto here and enjoy the (laughs) the earthly experience. Yeah. Like we kind of like seed from one place and maybe that's why we're so connected to that one energy spot. So that's a good question. And I'm not sure if I can really say for sure because I just did a session yesterday and she went directly to source and Mm. 
Yeah. And so it's like when we were trying to figure out, okay, where do you really originate? She went directly to source. So it's like, okay, mm, I guess that's the easiest way to answer it. You know, we all come from source and we just kind of venture around to all kinds of different things. And maybe we tend to spend more lifetimes in a certain place. Maybe like I resonate with Arcturians quite a bit. So there's a potential that I've just spent a ton of lifetimes there. And, and I like to experience a little bit of other stuff here and there, although I'm not sure if I like the earthly experience as much, but you know, we're getting through it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I love that because that's just, that feels really, I don't know. That feels like yes within me. Like Mm -hmm. we, we come from source and then we spend a lot of time somewhere that feels like yes. Um, Mm which is interesting and agreed completely on the earthly experience. I feel like I've been on earth for a while. (laughs) Don't know why. Um, I definitely feel like there, there is like this energy from out there, but I feel like I've been doing like the earth thing for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, it is quite intense being here. Um, but I know we all incarnate here for some reason, like enjoying the physical, enjoying, I always wonder about this and maybe, maybe you can answer it. Maybe you can't, but, um, the, cause I believe that we incarnate on earth, like to go through the physical experience, to feel like sensation, to feel pleasure, to feel mm-hmm. all those things. And then it makes me wonder, like, do we feel those things in these cosmic realms or cosmic planets? Like, do we have the same sensations or are we here to feel maybe pain, maybe fear, all these yeah. types of things? Does that stuff come through for you? Oh, I love that question too. So whenever I go into these sessions, Basically, we go in it for the purpose of the individual, but I do try to ask questions kind of like that as well, just because, hello, it's beneficial and <laughs> nice to know. So with that, um, I'm trying to think of what kind of came through before. Um, there was a session I did almost a whole year ago where there was information that came through relating to duality. I mean, this is a, a planet of duality. We literally come here to experience the darkest of the dark and the lightest of the light. So in other planets, yes, duality does exist to a point, but it's much more neutral. There's a lot less of the, you know, flipping dynamic and constant parallels and all that stuff. It's, it's more balanced, I guess you could say. So yeah. on. I know that's kind of what we're trying to work through right now is kind of getting into a little bit more of a balanced place, but earth is a dual existence. We are here to be in that. And that's, you know, what we came to experience the, the fun, the pain, whatever comes with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think about that a lot. Um, just especially with what's going on right now, where mm-hmm. we're seeing very like World War II energies coming through. And I'm like, yeah. does it just never end? Is it is it always um, the the duality between, we'll call it good or bad or evil mm-hmm. or good or whatever it is. But like, when you look through time, as we understand it, which I'm, I, I do believe a lot of it is hidden from us. Um, it yeah. always seems to be, yeah, right. Like, it, but it always seems to be the same conversation of that intense duality of intense evil, intense good, um, intense 
people bringing about great revolutions, but then intense people bringing about revolutions that cause great evil. Um, Mm -hmm. So there does seem to be this endless duality here. So I I have kind of come to a place where I'm like, I don't think it ends here. I don't think earth ever gets to that place where we're like, ah, world peace. There it is. (laughs) Yeah. I don't think that's part of the earthly experience. So it's interesting. I haven't been able to ask that question yet, but I have been wanting to. And I was actually going to ask it in the session yesterday, but it didn't really come up. So it just wasn't really quite the time to ask. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I've, you know, from a personal perspective, I've kind of come to that too. We'll, we'll have periods where it's more peaceful, where things are better. You know, think of like the Atlanteans. Um, and then we'll have times where it just is more difficult. But for the most part, I mean, I, of course I'm just living right now and I can't tap into all of the times I've lived through, (laughs) but for the most part, things feel decently balanced, not too, too extreme, but at the same time, you know, that's because a lot of things are hidden from us too. So could just be kind of some of that, but yeah, I, I kind of do wonder if this is just meant to be only a planet of duality and not much more than that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting too and maybe you have this come through in your sessions around like conversations around um, why you know we always ask why we're here or there must be a purpose or there must mm-hmm. be um, it must have an important purpose to be here and I kind of fluctuate between like um, we're here just to just to be here and enjoy Mm -hmm. and experience and find pleasure and joy and just like with no actual purpose and then the other one of my work which is like the karmic unraveling of wounding and pain and fear um or is it both so does that seem to does that come up in your your readings at all when people are kind of choosing to incarnate into earth like or maybe they're not wanting to go into earth is it have you noticed like is there a purpose that many people have or is the purpose different for everyone Hmm. if that question makes sense (laughs) oh yeah that makes sense um i would say so the one of the intentions of the starseed regression sessions or revelation session whatever you want to call it (laughs) is basically to kind of tune into you know what is my purpose and mission here in this earthly realm so we do I would say have a purpose and a mission. And I agree with you. It is like, we're just supposed to be here, you know, living and existing, but we're all these little micro beings and this huge, you know, I don't even, I can't even think of the word to put with that, but, you know, considering source and just like all the little pieces to it. So yeah, our, our purpose is very micro, Mm. But if you add in, you know, most people adding to that, it becomes bigger. So that's where like the changes come through, whether they are what you would term as good changes or maybe not so good changes. That's kind of where I would say that's basically coming from. I feel like there was another part to what you asked and I kind of forgot it now, but I forgot um, it too, but that, that feels, (laughs) that feels solid though. Right. Like, like we have a mission but we're also just kind of meant to be here. And like mm-hmm. us just being here is the mission as yep. like when we do our work, whatever our work is, is um, that is the mission. I don't know. That feels yeah. really good. That feels cohesive. Yeah. Um, and then I was going to say too, the nice thing that about these sessions is like, you get to 
really be clear on your, your mission and purpose, which I feel like most people have a good idea already, but maybe they're just confused or unsure, or there's just like so many different pieces to it. And they're like, well, how does that all fit together? You get the action steps too. Mm. It's not just, well, here's your purpose, figure out what to do. You know, it's, here's some actual things. Like, am I on the right path? Do I need to maybe add some things? Do I need to connect with certain people? What do I need to do? Do I need to do anything? Will it just happen? You know, those kind of things. So it's, it's really nice to go into that with that coming through as well. I feel like that's really powerful because it gives like a container for the people. And that's what I feel like happens a lot of the times. Most people that come to me is like, they have an idea of their purpose or they have an idea of what they're working with, but there's no container to actually like do that work in. It's kind of too in the head, not in the body or not in, it has no action steps. So can you give us an example? And I don't want you to cross any boundaries of like your clients here. Mm -hmm. Um, so can you give us an example though, of like maybe some of that, like that connection or that mes- message that would come in and then those action steps, is there some sort of example that could come through? Uh, let me think if I can okay. get an example. Um, hmm. Trying to recall the session I just did yesterday. <laughs> um Yeah. So the, the session I just did yesterday, and I mean, I never really give any specific details onto who I work with, so I don't feel like it's crossing any boundaries, but she already knows what she's doing and she basically knew how to go about it. So the message that she received was pretty simple. It was just keep doing what you're doing and be patient with the pace of things. And it's so funny because I, I laugh at that because it's like, oh, I get that message all the time, you know, (laughs) which I think a lot of people do, but of course that isn't to say that's the message that everybody will receive some people. And it's kind of hard to remember the specific examples of like how, what their purpose is and you know, what the action steps might be. But I know I did a recent one too, where it was much more specific. Like she was in line with what her purpose work and her mission work was. But for the action steps, they actually gave pretty specific examples of, you know, do this kind of work, reach out to these type of people and move forward in that way. Yeah. Fascinating. It's definitely different. Yep. Yeah. Like that's, that feels really empowering, like Mm -hmm. kind of having some steps or even just like reach out to this type of people. You're like, oh, I never thought to do that. So that's, that feels really empowering. Yeah. Cool. Mm, I love that so much. Um, okay. I'm fascinated to know like about your connection with the stars a little bit more. Like, um, if, if I can ask this, cause I know it's all oh, personal, yeah. um, like w- tell us about your connection. Cause you said you're connected to the Arcturians. I don't know much about them. I specifically really only know about the Pleiadians and the Lyrans just cause those are the rabbit holes I've gone, gone down. But can you tell mm-hmm. us like a little more about your experience with those connections Yeah. hmm. Where do I start with that? I'm like trying to remember where, when I even really started connecting into Arcturians, I would say it's maybe been two, three years, I suppose. And I think it kind of originally stemmed from somebody just like pointing out to me, like, Oh, they said something about Arcturians and I'm like, Holy crap. I really resonate with that. And I remember kind of looking into them a little bit and don't ask me all the details on what Arcturians are because I don't remember. 
It's okay. But yeah, it's just interesting to know like, oh, this is what I really kind of feel into and connect into. And something I feel I should say as well is I would say most of the um, different alien beings, however you want to kind of word them, Arcturians, Pleiadians, Therians, we all have parts of that within ourselves. Like most of us, most of us have spent time in those places, but again, you know, like we've already talked about, it's kind of what you resonate with the most. So for me, it's not that I, I connect with Arcturians, but I don't like look to just that. It's also how do how do they show up for me? And I've actually had those kind of beings come to me like in dreams and in Mm. dream states where I'm falling asleep and my whole entire body will be buzzing. And that's how I know like, Oh, I'm connecting with something here. And it's super weird. It's almost like, um, what do you call it? Like astral traveling. That's actually what it feels like. It's like I'm starting to astral travel to a different place, but they're really just like in my head. So it's Mm. very telepathic. And they're not even necessarily providing any messages. It's just like they're upgrading my entire system is kind of how it feels. So that's been my experiences, like the experiences I remember and can think of. Mm -hmm. I know I've had some dreams, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. So (laughs) fascinating, though, Uh, this you just made me think of something. So at the beginning of 2020, which is interesting timing, um, mm-hmm. I had, and I think this was before the world exploded. Um, I had, I, I was doing a meditation. I don't know what I was connecting to, but I saw these beings um, come and turn on this chip in the back oh. of my neck. Um, it was yeah. like this blue chip in the back of my neck and it was like this activation. And this was before I understood activations. It was right when I was yeah. learning about the timeline split and everything. I had no idea about any of this. And I see them come and like turn this blue chip on and I'm like, what the hell just That's happened? Awesome. <laughs> right. Like, and I go to my husband and I'm like, I don't know what just occurred, But like, and ever since then, I've been going through these like massive upgrades, like massive, like I'll get like physically completely ill for a full day. I won't be able to get out of bed, but then it's like, I'm a completely upgraded human the next day. Mm -hmm. So I'm like wondering about like you, you're connecting to them like that. Like what the heck did they turn on in me? Who was it? Um, (laughs) And I think about that all the time. Like who the heck did that? Um, Right. Cause like they're yeah. just, and they, they connect to you in their own weird ways. Exactly. Yeah. And however you're, I would say, however you're kind of open to it too. And it's so funny with what you were saying, because I remember when I first felt that vibration in my body, it's like, I knew something was happening and then I could sense, I could actually, I don't get visuals as often. I'm more of a feeling, which is why the vibration was so intense for me. But I remember like actually kind of visually seeing them doing something with my head. And I was like, get off of my head. What are you doing to me? So I, I actually felt. said that. And then, and then they stopped and I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> good to know I have control here. True. Yeah. Like I felt very similar where I was like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like, you're like inside my, my yeah. neck right now. You yeah. can't do that. But they were like, listen, <laughs> this needs to be turned on. I was like, that's so creepy. Um, okay. This is fascinating. And there's, there's one other thing I want to ask you about, because I know everyone right now is fascinated by it. 
okay, what, okay. And I'm asking this, let me preface this because I've heard this like back and forth conversation between the grays and the reptilians and Mm -hmm. I've heard some reptilians be like, I'm a reptilian and I'm good. It's all good. And then I've heard (laughs) some grays be like, I'm a gray and the grays are the good ones. It's the reptilians that are bad. Do you have any thoughts on this? Um, this conversation that's going on between these two entities, because it doesn't seem to be going on between anyone else, right? Like you never hear the Palladians being like, no, we're the good <laughs> ones, they're the bad ones. It's just these two. So any yeah. thoughts? Well, okay. So in a reading that I, or session, I guess you could say, that I did recently, she did connect with reptilians a little bit. It was actually out of a bunch of them, that was part of who she connected with. And the reptilians seem to represent basically like our shadowy side. So Mm -hmm. we all have that kind of aspect to us. So, you know, with any kind of person, any species, any creature, whatever they are, animal, human, alien, doesn't matter. There are always good aspects Okay, I'm just going to point out for this cut in the middle of the podcast here that we started talking about the greys and the reptilians and we got shut the (laughs) hell down there. We couldn't get back on. That was wild. That was Uh, crazy. Oh my gosh. And I knew instantly you froze and I was like, they don't want us talking about this. Oh my God. And I feel like you were about to say something very nice about them. I was actually. (laughs) Okay. So we left off there on, you said something about like with every creature, whomever, there's always light and dark. And then we got shut down. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's like, um, I, I'm pretty sure we already know about this of ourselves. So (laughs) yeah, but yeah, I don't remember exactly, uh, where I started or where I kind of was with everything. So I guess I'll just kind of start over a little bit. So yeah, I was basically saying, you know, every creature has light and dark, regardless of what we are. So in, when it comes to reptilians or grays, uh, we tend to see them as kind of darker type creatures, but you know, reptilians tend to represent more of our shadowy aspect, shadowy side and grays tend to represent, I would say the cure curious, um, scientific research kind of side. So Mm. of course with that comes some not so great things, but also some interesting things. So, you know, I think if they're kind of going against each other a little bit, they're maybe just trying to prove something to each other. I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't really know exactly what that is. I haven't had too much come up about them in sessions. Um, I did have a, I can't remember if this got through or not with what we were speaking to, but I did do a recent session where she did connect to the reptilian aspect of herself that, you know, shadowy part is what we understood it as representing. So it's Mm. like overall, you know, when we think about those type of alien beings, are they kind of on the darker side? Do we see them a little bit in that sense? Yeah, but we all hold those parts of us. So Mm -hmm. it's just another part to consider really. Totally. The shadow aspects, like we can't ignore any of that, especially with the Mm -hmm. work both of us do. Like we, we have to look at all of that. And I sometimes wonder too, like, um, the amount of misinformation around many things where we are convinced that something is bad when that's just a spin 
on mm-hmm. something, right? So I do wonder about that as well, where I'm like, uh, is this all truth? Is there some sort of frustration between the two of them where information is being fed that one is bad, the other's bad. So everything's bad. So, um, <laughs> and like you said, like, I feel like when I tap into, when you were talking about the, the reptilians there, I'm like seeing the shadow aspects of Scorpio very much. And then like the grays and seeing the shadow aspects of Aquarian energy, where mm. it's just like, hmm, mad scientist, let's just wow. figure this out. Oh, that feels so accurate when you say right? that. I'm like, yeah, because I am so curious. <laughs> right. And I so want to curious. know everything, but I'm not about to do research on like animals or anything like that. Right. You know? so- right. It's like in that detachment of emotion that Aquarius yeah. has, right? Or has to have yeah. for their own energy signature. So the grays yeah. are just kind of doing their work. Yeah. Um, and what can happen with the Aquarian sort of not so, or not so light aspects is forgetting that there is emotion or forgetting that there p- other people are involved, even though they think they're doing this for the highest, highest mm-hmm. reasons, right. The, that's where they, um, like communism and all that stuff kind of goes astray is because we forget that people are individuals. Um, and then that shadowy aspect of of reptilians is interesting because it is the scorpionic like it comes up as that like abuse or oppression mm-hmm. or, or tyranny or yeah because um, yeah. they're, they're trying to be in control which is what scorpio is trying to do as well right yeah yeah right? that feels like a really good description yes mm-hmm. definitely i love that i love tapping in i'm glad they let us get that out guys. i know thank oh you my gosh. we weren't trying to hate on you at all <laughs> Yeah, we were just trying to make another perspective available, which is, you know, what it always comes down to. How do we perceive something? Do reptilians see themselves as dark? Probably not. Probably not. They're just, they're just doing what they do. There's a, yeah, exactly. They're functioning from their own, the realm and abilities. And if, if we as humans see that in one way, it, it, it's from our own biases too, right? As, as humans. Fascinating. Mm, Okay. I love this so much. I love where we went here. I feel like <laughs> yeah. people are going to be like, what rabbit hole did we just go down? I'm, oh, I, man. I think they're going to love it. Yeah. T- t- speaking to how like each type of rep, um, not reptilian, alien race kind of represents different aspects of our human. It's like, oh, Pleiadians are like that funny, silly side of us. And Arcturians are not really sure. Like the, the wise, like I always think of like a wise owl when I think I was going to say owl. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's super interesting. I love that. I love that too. Oh my goodness. Now I'm like, I'm going to like be putting traits to them too. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Because like, even I believe the Lyrans are like a little bit more serious. Mm, Um, as far as I've, I've kind of learned about them, they're a little bit more like we're here for a purpose, but like they're (laughs) they're a little more serious, but they're, they're like, they come from love. Um, Mm -hmm. so, which is very Leo energy, right. To lead from the heart. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's, they're they're very beautiful creatures. But I've heard too. Yeah. 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 It's like the, they, they kind of have like a cat like look to them, but like very like elegant regal Mm -hmm. almost. Right. Yeah. Fascinating. Okay. Tell mm-hmm. my people how they can find you. Cause I know they're going to want to find you and tell them yes. like anything you're offering right now, any ways they can work with you. Uh, Cause yeah. I know I'm like, I guess I'm booking one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So I have a website it's healing by hypnosis, you know.com. And then I don't really go on Facebook anymore. So I'm mostly on Instagram, hypnotic Aquarian starseed. I do believe you introduced that in the beginning too. So people can find me that way. And 
right now I am actually mostly offering the Starseed Revelation sessions. Right now they're basically just the one-on-one -on -one sessions, but I do eventually hope to do kind of like a group program so we oh, can yeah. go through everything, you know, things in your current life, things in your past life, the Starseed um, realm. We can work on those action steps, bringing your purpose and mission into into this world, into this life. Um, and then you just have those deeper connections. So that way you have your intuitive abilities, you know, highly intact. You stop second guessing yourself, all those things. So yeah, that's basically my main focus with anything that I'm offering right now, especially because it's just, it's just so much fun to do these things. So much fun and like so unique and mm -hmm. powerful. Uh, like just talking to you, I'm like, I need to know, I need to like see the beginning of, I want to go back to source. Um, so, okay. I love this. Everyone who's listening, go connect Amanda, like, oof, so excited. I'm still laughing that we got shut down there. I know. <laughs> like I how, who, how did that even happen? I could feel it. It was coming and it came. Yep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you so much Thank for you. sharing. Oh my God. Thank you for just like being open and sharing yeah. this new, I feel like for most people, it's going to be new information, mm -hmm. uh, but a new side of life to look at. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. So thank you as well. All right, my beautiful soul friends, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with the hypnotic Aquarian starseed. I absolutely loved talking about this subject that is sort of expansive and beyond this world. Um, and I can't wait to connect with you again. Bye.